What's up, parents? How's it going? Happy Teenager Tuesday. My name's Kira Watson, if I haven't gotten the chance to meet you. And with me is none other than the William Micah McGee Perry. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> Christmas time. I love the holidays. I know, me too. Okay. December is my favorite month of the year. My really? birthday's in April, but I love oh, December. Yeah. But your anniversary is in my December. My anniversary is in December. It just, just happened. Just a couple days. In it, just a couple days. Wait. December 16th. I, I was thinking December 8th. Nope, December 16th. 16th. I should know yeah, that. You're taking a trip. Multiply by two. Yeah. I am taking a trip. Yeah. Good for you. So. And you're in Skylar. Yes, and Skylar. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. Shout out. Um, okay, so we've been talking about the elevating the authority of scripture in our lives personally and in the lives of our families and our students. And we've talked about a lot of different things. But today, we're going to talk about hermeneutics. Which yeah, I'm curious word. as to how many of you know what true. hermeneutics is. In fact, everybody should pause the podcast and just guess in their mind what they think hermeneutics is. I love it. Yeah. Unless you listened to last week and then you Googled that word. Yeah, which is possible. Yeah. And cheating. No. And cheating. Okay. Hermeneutics. It's the branch of knowledge that deals specifically with interpretation, especially of the Bible or literary texts. Mm -hmm. So in our context, we're going to be talking about the Bible. And before we get too far into it, it's important to note that we will never fully understand the world. We were never meant to. We will understand things as God reveals them to us, and he will only reveal what he wants to. Yeah, which, so. I mean, Jesus said that. God said that in the Old Testament. Yes. Like, you know, because I revealed it to you. Right. We yeah. see it in parables all the time, yeah. too, yeah. with the way that Jesus talks. So mm -hmm. we're never going to fully understand God. No. And we can we should know read what in, we need to know. Exactly. We should read and study scripture, not with an intention of finding out more about our world or ourselves, but with more of an intention of gaining knowledge of who God is and his character. Yeah. So in doing so, we will learn more about who we are by finding out more about our creator. Yeah. It, it's just a slight tweak, though. Yep. Because then it's not about us. One thing, I think I was at Prosper when I said this, is uh, one thing we tell the students is uh, that you are not the main character of God's story. Yeah. God is the main character. That is so, so true. So scripture is not there as this, as this for you to like read your main character mind into it. It's, right. We're looking to understand who God is. And as a result of that, it helps a lot with life and we know about who we are. Yeah. You know? Don't read yourself between the lines of who God says he is. Yes. Because you'll, yeah. you'll never fit. No, That's not, no. You weren't meant to fit there. No, we're just, we're not meant to. And then when, when we get too much fame, glory, whatever, it doesn't usually go well either. No. no. Uh, so rules for hermeneutics. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more in depth, but to, to kind of say it super simple, when we look at a, a, a book of the Bible, or we look at a certain text in scripture, we want to kind of ask three main questions. Who wrote it? Who is the audience that it was that the, the person was writing it to? And then why were they writing it? Yeah. Uh, that helps us to take away just one small little bite of one sentence and to understand, oh, this is what the book of Luke is about mm -hmm. and who it was written by and who it was written to. Right. Because even inside the Gospels, uh, there are different audiences that the scripture was written to, yeah. which then helps us understand and, and, and is less likely for us to read our context into it and to gain God's authority, authority from that scripture. Absolutely. Um, a few things on it. The... Uh, authorial intent. Who was the intentional group of people that this was written to? Paul's letters is super simple. Mm -hmm. All of them are titled. Yep. <laughs> you know, he wrote to the Romans, and the book is called Romans. Yeah. You know? So he's writing to new Christians 
who have new beliefs and he's helping them understand their theology. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you're in, you know Jesus, Jesus is the son of God. Let's talk even more about that and all these other theologies that really matter that you need to change and think through and all understand, you know? So the, the author's intent is a big deal. Uh, you can look at the book of James. It was written by Jesus's brother, which is wild. Yeah. Because his brother says that his half-brother Jesus was God in the flesh, which is just evidence for God itself. Absolutely. Um, but he wrote it to this like area of churches, you know, uh, and for all Christians to be applied to it. But so the, the author is, is uh, such a big deal of who the author intended, uh, who wrote it. Another thing to think through is the Bible is a long, complex story. And the overall narrative, the overall narrative matters when it comes to authority too. Absolutely. The overall narrative. I, I love taking, I am more consistent in the Bible than I am lengthy on a daily basis. Five minutes, pretty much every morning is, is what I aim for. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause I want to be consistent more than just like one hour every two months or something. Yeah, I love that. Um, but what I try to do too is when I'm working on the garden or something like that, I try to listen to huge chunks of scripture. Because then we get a bigger understanding than just the one bite of the one sentence. Right. And, and we're less likely to take that out of context. Another thing is uh, we live we we live at the same part of the story as the New Testament church. Like the New Testament's not done. Mm -hmm. We're not adding books to right. the to scripture, but we're under that covenant. We're under that agreement, uh, like between humans and God, God and cre uh, creator, God and creation. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so that part of the authority of those commandments, like we need to take commandments seriously. Yeah, for you sure. You know, when Jesus says this, I command, Jesus even said, uh, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Mm -hmm. So like the command part of it, I think is under emphasized yeah i would agree with that yeah, yeah. i yeah. don't think we focus on that nearly enough no because we kind of god is love right you know it's like yeah god is love he loves so much he hates evil absolutely that's a level of love that none of us can fully reach because only god is good yeah jesus even yeah. said that yes. yeah scripture <laughs> uh, another thing to think through is um like uh make sure we're thinking through the cultural context uh there are some things that we have to be sure to put in the cultural context and not say that's going to translate verbatim to our culture. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying morality is ambiguous. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we need to be conscious of the culture as written to, and then with that understanding, then apply those commands, those thoughts uh, to us. You yeah. know? Uh, now, where would be a good place to start as a family? Uh, if you're going to walk through scripture together, which I would highly encourage you to do, is uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Start there. Mark is going to be the shortest. Mm -hmm. Luke is going to be the most detailed. Uh, that's where I would start with your hermeneutics. Uh, the more we lean into the hermeneutics side, the more I think that uh, the foundation of our faith will be strengthened by God's authority and God's word, and God's word won't be seen as just good advice. That's so good. Phew. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we don't have advice. We have commands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, we're, we're starting to find this as... And as we talk to students, that students can't truly articulate the foundation of their faith yeah. and what that is. And so starting with the Gospels, which is the foundation of our faith, it is so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It tells the whole story. Yep. We believe Jesus is God, that he, he came, 
He died. He came back to life. Boom. Foundation over faith. Resurrection. Paul yeah. says that, you know, in, yeah. in scripture, in Corinthians, if everything else is gone, Christ resurrected, then nothing else matters. Yeah. Like we're good. So you know? good. Yeah. Yeah, and it's important to note too, as we as we kind of continue to talk about this, that our religion isn't one that's passed on through birth. Yeah, I think a lot of people are like, "Well, my family's a Christian. Yeah, I grew so up, I'm a Christian. I grew, I grew up, Christian. up a Christian. Yeah, but Which I didn't is, become yeah. a Christian when I was born because my parents were believers, went to church, were highly involved, etc. Nor, I mean, I'm a pastor's kid too, so I also didn't become a Christian when my mom became a pastor. Yeah. Like I became a Christian when I gained the knowledge of who God was. And the fact that he sent Jesus to die on the cross, raised him from the dead, defeating all of my sin and death, and meaning that there's no longer a separation between me and God. Like, yeah. I became a Christian when I found that knowledge. Yeah. And when I put my belief and trust and faith in God, that's the foundation of our faith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we, we gained that. We know that story because God's word exists now. Mm -hmm. You know, there was all eyewitnesses back then. And then Peter saw it and told the world about it, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's sometimes I, sometimes, rarely, but sometimes there'll be students that are like, oh, but the gospels like contradict and this story is not included here. And look how different the narrative of Jesus's birth is from two of the gospel or two of the gospels say the exact same thing. The other two are very different. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the differences between those, honestly, do not discredit them uh, because, man, we're already at uh, nine and a half minutes into this podcast. But uh, so the differences don't discredit them. Uh, what I would encourage you to do is just do this. Uh, just Google Frank Turk and differences in the gospel. Yeah. Frank Turk, uh, differences in the gospel. He'll walk you through that. Um, understanding the hermeneutics, though, is so important. It gains authority. It doesn't take away authority from Scripture. I, I believe it adds authority knowing who wrote it, why they wrote it, who they were writing it to. Audience matters. Motivation matters. Absolutely. Yeah, like the book of uh, Luke and Acts. Yeah. It says at the beginning. That's so true. He wrote this to have, there's so many accounts. I went to eyewitnesses to have the most accurate eyewitness account of all these things about Jesus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And as you read through scripture together, as you kind of gain that foundation a little bit more by studying the hermeneutics, talk about the life of Jesus, unpack it together, talk about the foundation of your faith and make sure that your student knows that their faith is not your faith. Mm -hmm. It has to be their own faith. Yeah. Make sure they know that. Yeah. So we're going to continue this. We have one more week to go in this series. But for now, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you. And so are we. Have a great week. Bye.